0: What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked. It's episode 369 for November 13th, 2018. We're going to talk about what else XO18, Microsoft's big fan event, was a big success. Plenty of announcements to cover, new studio acquisitions, Crackdown 3 News, Game Pass games, all kinds of stuff. Lots of that to get to, so let's get right to it. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Destin Legary Bam, what a show. Hey, Miranda Sanchez. you he tried to crowbar that in there. I don't appreciate that. We got that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just Sorry. kidding. I'm stunned. <laughs> we're, moving, we're moving
1: at a good See? speed Yeah, today. we're just kind
0: of set a pace, and Destin's already in the back seat. I'm excited. I'm gung-ho. Veering <laughs> us off the side of the road already. But no, it's... Uh, yeah, it was a busy weekend in Xbox land. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. We all got to watch it down in uh, down in Mexico there. No, none of us got to go, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I
2: would have loved to go. It would have been fun. It would have been nice.
0: Yeah, a bunch yeah. of rabid Xbox fans. But uh, our... Latin American IGN affiliates got to go. They've got a preview of Crackdown 3's multiplayer mode, which we'll talk about in a second. So go check that out on IGN if you want to find out how Crackdown plays without having to ask Destin Legary. <laughs> Wait, Destin, you played
3: Crackdown?
4: <laughs> yeah, it's it's
0: really interesting to see how they
3: changed it, too.
2: Could you please tell us more about it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, Miranda, what have you done? <laughs> we haven't heard it before, ever.
4: <laughs> are we are we kicking off that segment?
0: Yeah, let's just get started. So XO18, again, big fan event over the weekend. Uh, this was Microsoft. We, we specifically mm-hmm. have been crying for years now. Where is Xbox's PSX? Mm-hmm. Where is their... Big fan event where they'll have a, a showcase and make a bunch of cool announcements. Finally got it. Here yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we weren't invited. <laughs> it's, it's fine. No, it was it was, it was it was a big fan event, not a media event. Uh, but we nevertheless got a lot of news out of it. And let me start with the, the top-line news. And that were was two, not one, two more studio acquisitions yes. pulling the same move they pulled on us at E3 uh, with you know not just one but here's here's more than you expect. <laughs> Surprise studios. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the rumored one that we'd already talked about did in fact come to fruition, and that was Obsidian Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Obsidian, their resume uh, includes such gems as Fallout, New Vegas, mm-hmm. probably their number one most yeah. beloved game, probably their biggest seller.
4: Yeah. Uh, South Park South Park Stick the st- of Truth <laughs> remember the sequel wasn't done by them it was brought in yeah. house by Ubisoft
0: but Obsidian was they set that template mm-hmm. they uh, made a wonderful South Park game the best South Park video game ever made I know that's I don't mean that I, as a backhanded compliment, I swear. I think the first one's better than the second. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I do like the first one a little better. But uh, And then you've got the Pillars of Eternity games, mm-hmm. which is their recently, new IP. Recently got a sequel.
4: It's their original IP, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire, I want to yes. say. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but as a isometric RPG fan, like, obsidian uh definitely pushes all the right buttons yeah for that and, genre uh
0: they've got plenty of other games in their catalog over the years uh yeah that's that would be the next <laughs> big one uh star wars knights of the old republic 2 mm-hmm. not the first one they but the second one was was handed to them they did a great job on that that was uh, an original xbox gem back in 2004 holiday 2004 that game's fourteen years old already. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> then you had uh, a game I didn't super like. Some people, I know Mitch Dyer. Shout out to Mitch; he really likes this game. I wasn't as big a fan. I reviewed it in the day. Uh, Alpha Protocol was there. There's a big uh, attempt at a new IP, original IP for them. A lot of good ideas baked into that. I didn't think it quite turned out super great. We
3: have a segment later where I'm gonna gush about Alpha Protocol. I actually didn't play it very much, but I see tons of potential with that property in particular. Out of yeah. all the properties that they've been licensed, uh, that one is the most interesting to
0: me. Yeah, what's interesting about Obsidian, and I covered this. So I've had uh, I've actually had a couple of Obsidian folks on Unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Fer- uh, Fergus Urquhart, the studio head and founder, was in here. He told a bunch of f- crazy stories and. Um, uh, I've had, uh, Josh Sawyer, one of their key designers in here as well. And, and Fergus has talked like Obsidian is a studio that up till now, now they, they have the security now of being owned by Microsoft. They're, mm-hmm. they've really been one of the last major, like large scale, AAA ca- uh, caliber mm-hmm. independent studios. I mean, you think Gearbox, uh, uh, again, I'm talking about like m- capable of making a triple A tier game, like budget wise and, and scale and scope wise. And Obsidian, and, and you know, it's they're fewer and farther between now because the economics of games are such that it's really hard for uh, it's dangerous. It, it, that's a better, maybe a better word for it. Yeah.
4: yeah. The margins are, ne- are, are razor thin for video games um, if they're not the biggest thing on the planet. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people are saying. I saw a lot of comments about how Microsoft is hunting the independent studio to extinction, Um, which, okay,
3: they remain independent.
0: Well, hold on. You can't. That's just like that to me. And uh, that's just ridiculous. (laughs) This isn't coming from you, but it's It's not. Don't shoot the messenger. (laughs) Do you want Microsoft to grow their first party? It's damned if you do and damned if you don't. I mean, mm with some of these people in the community.
4: Yeah, I think like. For the, the the small minority who is like echoing this out, I think ideal scenario is Microsoft invests in talent and then creates a studio. Um, They're doing that. They are doing that. <laughs> they, you have the initiative in Santa Monica. But uh, I don't uh, – you know, I, it's a little bit of like an armchair narcissist kind of approach to say, you know, well, uh, independent studios are, are going the way of the dodo,
0: right? And that's, They did that with – so not just the initiative, 343, <laughs> three, homegrown, the coalition, homegrown, uh, turn 10, homegrown. Playground was homegrown and has only ever worked with Microsoft.
4: Are you mad at me about that? <laughs> no, I'm mad at them through you. <laughs> just Thanks.
2: very excited about <laughs> that. I
4: want you all to know he's very mad at me and I'm passing it on. That's,
2: um yeah, I feel sure like there's plenty of other independent studios that will, you know, grow and also become those AAA developers and, yeah. on their own right. And like that's just a thing that will happen as... Time passes. So it's not like we won't ever have an obsidian again. Like that will exist on its own. They, but obviously, you, these studios are joining up with Microsoft because they want to. It's not just like they're like, well, I guess this is our only thing, and I mean, I hope it's not, but, you know.
3: During the interview, he did specify that they do remain independent, so the agreement sure. yeah. is talking in a about, way talking
0: about Matt Booty, the the uh, studio's head at Microsoft yes. um, yeah. from the XO18 I
3: stream. caught that, and that was important to me because yeah. I'm like, oh, good, that gives them a lot of freedom. Yeah. Sort of like how No Man's Sky partnered with them, but No Man's Sky can still develop freely, so— I feel a lot better about how the studios must feel about this partnership. Yes. I mean, it's, knowing it's, that it's little... creative independence. Yeah, yeah, they are first party. This isn't a second party
4: situation. Yeah. Um, they are acquired. They're owned by Microsoft now. Mm-hmm. But like Microsoft you know, had said through Phil Spencer, uh, when they bought Ninja Theory um, mm-hmm. or Compulsion, like the, these studios are being acquired because they're doing something that we want to see continue versus yeah. buying them and being like, all right, you're making the next whatever the annual sports game you know like Mm -hmm. that is not that's not the blueprint for these acquisitions
2: yeah they're not buying them for you have this good idea now make this thing that we wanted to make but we didn't have the team to and that could happen with some of these teams but at the same time hopefully it's something that they're interested in doing
4: yeah um and it's also important to remember that you know because developing games are so dangerous these studios are only one flop away a lot of the time from having to shutter and having to close their doors um, so this provides not only financial security but like technological savvy and micro- Microsoft's got a million people who know what they're doing and that is their main focus so anytime something breaks or they have that problem
0: they've, and if, they've and got and in case anybody thinks you're you're exaggerating the when, when at E3 when Ninja Theory was one of the acquisitions by Microsoft they released a video mm-hmm. to their public to the fans stating in no uncertain terms exactly what you just said
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
0: it's like it, it is it's a it's it's a high wire act mm-hmm. developing mm-hmm. big budget triple A video games in this day and age. So it's uh, inflating
4: so fast and so mm-hmm. aggressively that it's really not sustainable to be, you know, self funded anymore, right? Like you need an investor, you need somebody to put that money in for that financial security. It can it, be,
0: it's just very difficult. It, right. it very, depends very, on
4: the scope. If you want to create something that is seen as a triple A game, it's it, that's, yep, that's hard to that's hard to do way. by yourself. These I mean, if,
0: even even mm-hmm.
3: Bungie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So last week the news came out that Activision is unhappy with the performance of Destiny 2. Like it's not making enough money for for Activision. it's kind of like that game from August 2018, from 2017 to 2018 in August, it was like the number six or number eight game. According to Forbes, and I think it only went up from there after Forsaken. And mm-hmm. there's like, "Nope, not good enough. You're in the top ten! Yeah. Well,
4: what's like, crazy is like they yeah. they look at Call of Duty, which has been the number one selling game mm-hmm. of seven or eight of the last ten years. Like that's those are high expectations. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and, but de- but Bungie did come back and say like, "Look, we are happy. We're with, totally with dedicated. what we made." Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it great to see, see Luke that to say that. Yeah. yeah.
0: The point is, even Bungie, mm-hmm. like the probably as far as security and Mm -hmm. fiscal independence Mm -hmm. top tier independent developers need signed up with activision to to help fund and and get their vision made that's what that's what game development is like now so
4: sorry not to derail you oh go ahead what do you think the biggest the biggest one out there still is Is the cd
0: independent studios yeah that's C- That's a great CD project, right? or Gear. I mean, I think Gearbox is still in that group too. You know, they've they've tried. They own a number of IPs mm-hmm. now. They're not they're necessarily they're, they're, publishing. they're publishing. Yeah, yeah I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're they smaller IPs, other than Borderlands itself, you know, Homeworld and yeah. uh, what have you. But yeah, Duke Nukem is in that group. But yeah, CD project and, and Gearbox would probably be two that that really come to mind. <laughs> um, you know, IO just shipped. I just reviewed Hitman Two. That's right, yeah. And they're they're independent now, and they own the Hitman IP. They partnered with WB to get this uh, Hitman Two out there. But you know, I I think it's fair to call them maybe like like double A as far as the sort of budget and size of their team. Mm -hmm. You know, they put out a a wonderful quality game. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It's a short
4: list. It it does take a uh, a game being as successful as something like Witcher 3 to maintain your independence in this day and age. Yeah. And those don't come very often. <laughs>
0: yeah, So Obsidian gets the security they will... Uh, we're going to talk in a minute about what we think they might get up to. The curveball here, the, the one other thing at this event was the second studio acquisition announced, which isn't... It's not so much who, but it's how this fits in. Mm-hmm. In Exile entertainment mm-hmm. Brian Fargo uh, a, a luminary in the games industry uh, he founded interplay back in the day uh, he was instrumental in the creation of the original fallout and wasteland, uh, wasteland Bard's on the Bard's Yeah. yes yeah. mm-hmm. so this he has he, I he was on unfiltered to check that interview out if you're ever curious to see more about now that they're at Microsoft Studio what what his history is all about mm-hmm. well you have two role-playing game developers. They both make Western-style RPGs. Mm -hmm. They're both based in Southern California. There seems to be on paper a lot of overlap here. Mm -hmm. Microsoft did seem to realize this, Matt Booty stated on on stage. He didn't go too far into it, but he did simply address and say... They're going to continue to remain separate. I think trying to head off any thoughts of like, are they going to be that's, merged? Yeah. Is it getting one? the
3: band back together?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah,
2: very but, good note to have. But yeah, oh, yeah in, a,
0: in exile.
3: So <laughs> uh, what about that? What do we think of that? Yeah, what do we got there? We got Wasteland. Yeah, uh, Hunted Demons Fords was actually a little intriguing to me as an IP because it seems like they c- sort of could do something within the action market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the game didn't review tremendously well, but it's an interesting concept. Was that t- twin stick? Is that a twin six shooter? I don't remember. Oh, I'm thinking it, of, it looks like I'm, it looks like it was a 3D shooter. I didn't play these games. I'm thinking so of Hunter: The Reckoning, yeah. and then oh. uh, and then we can't forget Baby Pals, one of their first. Uh-huh, yeah, Baby Pals.
4: Uh, <laughs> many, many a night. Exile,
3: <laughs> <style>, really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um,
4: yeah, Bard's Tale is an awesome game. I mean, I grew up playing these sort of block by block RPG adventure, yeah. like dungeon del- dungeon crawling games. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I was really happy to see that make a comeback with Bard's Tale Four, and the which list.
0: was well received by the yeah.
4: way on the, PC. Yeah. Yeah, hey, uh, I I haven't had a chance to play yet because we're in review season, but I'm very excited for it. Um, and you know, Legend of Rock sort of started that a couple of years ago as well. But they've done a lot of really cool stuff. Um, this, the the talent at both of these studios, I would love that. It, That's it, I was happy to hear that they were going to be independent, but I was kind of sad as well because I was like, oh man, they they could make a super RPG studio.
0: <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: like uh, Bard's Tale and uh, Wasteland Two, and now Wasteland Three. Three, yeah were Kickstarted. Mm-hmm. There there mm-hmm. are success stories from Kickstarter who as they've come out, Wasteland is not out yet, but two and Bard's Tale yep. four have come out. The the common theme there seems to be the gameplay is fantastic. But you know, it's 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 a little it's low budget in the Polish pr- production department. Not even the polish department. Just the, you know, the 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 A.V. prowess, mm-hmm. shall we they're, say. They're yeah.
3: limited in what they're able to yeah, do, and potentially re- this could bolster that yeah. ability. Exactly. That's, that's exciting.
0: Me. So you, you lend that. You, you put the Microsoft uh, might behind yeah. the existing Oh, you want design. some blur? You got it. You blur cutting? Yeah. No, you that's exactly what <laughs> no, no, be be great, great about. right? talking like, yeah. Here's
2: a toolkit. Just pick what you want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think they're going to get up to? Because you've got two role-playing game studios that now each have clean slates. Mm-hmm. Microsoft presumably now owns Wasteland, Bard's Tale. Pillars. Pillars of Eternity. Uh, Alpha Protocol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Skyforge.
3: Well, if I, if I answer what I'm hoping, I'm trying not to cannibalize the question for later in the show. Yeah. But I think it would be fantastic if both are able to develop in their unique styles just fantastic RPGs on the Xbox platform. I, I'm a big RPG fan. I love the Fallout series. You're playing 76 right now. And I, I think... Not right now, but yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, what? Been a, it's been a while <laughs> since somebody has uh, really knocked it out of the park with something new. Yeah. And maybe they have something that Xbox knows about and Microsoft knows about, and they're like, oh, yeah,
0: let's back these guys. But I guys. think that's... You're, you're kind of playing right into my hands here, Destin, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it because <laughs> it's... Oh no! That, that's, that's sort of exactly my Get point, it. though. Is that is that they? How are they going to not? If it, the point was emphasized that mm-hmm. they are going to remain separate, independent studios. Hey, we're not folding these guys into yeah. one thing. So, if you have two studios with prominent role playing game experience, it was already said they'll be making RPGs. Mm-hmm. What do, How do you differentiate them? What are the? What direction? You know, do, does one studio lean one way and one lean the other? What, how do you guys see this?
2: I mean, if they're trying to keep their independence, I would assume that they're not going to direct that either way. Like, I think their definition of how they make their RPGs is enough to separate what they are and like, their own IPs probably won't compete too much. I'm sure there's, like, some direction there of, like, hey, maybe this is an development, Maybe focus on this other project. Yeah. And I think there's more in that as opposed to you can't make this or you can only make these kind of RPGs. So-
3: so let's look at the type of RPGs that are developed, right? That's, what, you, that's the point. Yeah. yes. You look at Wasteland Three. That's a
0: top-down. We're looking at it now.
3: Yeah. Isometric. This is Wasteland Three. Isometric. It's on the way. Isometric top-down RPG. Probably a little bit of story-driven. I haven't had the opportunity pretty, to Pretty. It. It's
0: It's old school it's, style. It's, yeah. Old it's school, school it's style. Like it's Ice like Icewind Dale, Baldur's Gate, old school. Yeah.
3: Compare though. that to what they did with Alpha Protocol, a third-person action RPG. We're talking about Obsidian now. Obsidian. It's a very different style of game that you're going to be experiencing as a player on the Xbox platform. Platform. And that's why I'm really excited because they, yes, they're both RPGs. They both meet both meet different audiences, and they're both really, really interesting mm-hmm. concept-wise. Understanding and though unique. that Obsidian also
4: makes Pillars, which is sure, an sure. isometric take on it as well. But mm-hmm. I actually agree with you. I think yeah. the pedigree of Fallout New Vegas and Alpha Protocol means Obsidian shifts gears to either have one team make Pillars Three mm-hmm. and another team focus on a third-person sort of open-world RPG experience. Um, and while In Exile continues with
3: what they're doing with the Wasteland series, mm-hmm. um, or Pillars is out, right? Pillars is out. Pillars is out. Wasteland's on the way, so they're almost leapfrogging each other with the with the development cycles, which
4: yeah, is right. and Bart, great. Just shipped, yeah. It's like, like literally just shipped, just shipped. Oh. yeah.
3: So Wasteland Three is still in production,
0: yes.
4: From In Exile, Bart's as far Hill, as we know, Bardfell is done, yeah. Um, well, the the, the press release said the upcoming oh, yeah. Wasteland okay, Three, yeah. Um, as far as Obsidian goes, I think they go. They go more of that sort of traditional action route. Move away from the isometric RPG.
2: Yeah, I think I kind of favor Obsidian just because of like how I play RPGs. I'm not super big into isometric RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, also, maybe I just haven't given enough a chance. But I think <laughs> Divinity Original
4: Sin two, is they're good. just like a
2: little bit more daunting. I think. Yeah. For
4: they they really people are. Who
2: didn't grow up with them or didn't play with them? So I think Obsidian might be the one that they lean on for the mass appeal. Mm-hmm. I think, but then in Exiles for those hardcore RPG fans that are doing this, and I'm excited to see how they go about um, I guess marketing in Exiles games, especially mm-hmm. because it is a little bit less familiar to get into that isometric
0: And I think it's here. important to point out, too, to sort of calibrate people's expectations, or at least this is how I'm setting mine, and people mm-hmm. can agree or disagree, but the studios that Microsoft has acquired they're not all necessarily triple A, crush the world gonna be the biggest thing ever kind of games I mean, look at Ninja Theory has made You know, Hellblade was a kind of a triple A game. No, it was like a B tier, right? But by like, like, it 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 sort of It blew up. It sort of
4: snuck into that. It blew up because it was a a, (laughs) ostensibly it was an indie game Mm -hmm. that was in development for four or five years. Like that had time. Do you guys remember it was on a Sony stage like four years ago, Mm -hmm. doing real time Mm mocap, like facial recognition? That game was in development for a long time, and you can see. If you go back and watch early footage of it, it was very rough. It was super rough. Um, so that polish, you know, that time is what allowed them to polish it up. But
0: yeah. and, they're and, effectively an indie game, and right. before that it was enslaved. And yeah. Compulsion is a smaller team, smaller scale stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I'm wondering if, if In Exile will continue to kind of be a, a, you know, smaller team that makes things maybe every 18 months to two years, Whereas Obsidian seems to be a bit of a, you know, they're they're larger scale. They have a, they're just a larger studio. Maybe they'll be kind of the big first or third person open mm. world, triple yeah. A level RPG that's out every three or four years. Like they're, they're not all every studio that Microsoft owns now is not going to be making the the biggest thing ever mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah,
3: that's a good point. I do. I just see. I see a lot of potential with what they did with Hunted, Demons Forge. Just yeah. watching that gameplay, and I'm like, that's really, really interesting to me. I, that could potentially be a God of War style game for the Xbox brand that I think it's missing. So it would be really, really interesting if they could develop something like that. And I, I would love it if In Exile was given that opportunity. And Xbox and the Microsoft heads, they know what these guys are working on. Sure. So there's money there. Like they know something's coming.
0: Yeah, I and uh ace ace uh B-roll work here by Dan Parkhurst in the control room. I Look at this. This B-roll. is this Dungeon. Oh, just let <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs> is this Dungeon thanks Siege. Dan,
3: thanks for using it, Dan.
0: <laughs> no, no, Dungeon Siege, that was uh that's uh Chris Taylor. That's a different thing. Okay. But um yeah, that's a Di- Dungeon Siege was a Diablo like. That was had, there were three
4: of them. They were pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, I got to say. There I was, was a third person version of it as well on the original PlayStation.
3: I, I got to say, after this conf- conference, though, XO18, you and I, we were covering it over the weekend, and we went in, and w- I was kind of like, oh, it'll probably be light, like four trailers. And I was like, I am really stoked about all the news coming out of this conference. Yeah. It was, so I'm really excited to be on Unlock today talking.
4: It, it about was tough it. for a couple people, but there were announcements every t- five minutes.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think at one point I was like, Brandon, uh, this was way more yeah. than we expected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: I, I do I, think, I, though. Was like, game over, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do think, like, even though Microsoft does now acquire ownership of of these studios' IPs, I think there's a very, very, very high chance that both of them are just set loose on new stuff. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. right? right. the whole – Microsoft is trying to press a reset button in, in every way, shape, and form, and it's it's not an overnight process. They've been at it for some time, and we've already seen a lot of the results of that. But I think mm-hmm. there's a very good chance that both InXile and Obsidian – just go on something new heading into the scarlet generation and that it's it won't necessarily be any of these games in their existing
4: No yeah. yeah I mean we know Wasteland is coming but I think it would be silly to think that they're just going to continue to make pillars three or waistline right. four or something right
2: who um, oh no. <laughs> knows
4: hopefully they've had like a jar full of like little pieces of paper with dream ideas oh, I think on it. here's what we're ready that. to make yeah.
2: when we can have the time and budget and then mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah, we'll yeah and then my, time to open the jar
3: Microsoft <laughs> walks in and I just like so. takes the lid off
4: <laughs> Huh? <laughs> huh
3: who wants to reach in yeah, I so want to re- hop into Wasteland right away. I want to try that one out. Yeah, have you played it? Have you guys played uh, it? Anybody? No, I didn't play it, too. I, I, yeah. I picked it up, but I didn't have a chance to play it.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to check it out. The I'm is really working excited. in the industry, right? <laughs> <Wah>. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so the other big question I want to pose to the okay. panel here, after these two studio acquisitions, Obsidian Entertainment and In Exile, is Microsoft done shopping? No. Do you think they will continue to acquire more studios? because now by sheer number they have more first party studios than Sony does. Oh, listen start this. Dude, don't just <laughs> But that but you look at you look at uh, they RPG check, first person shooter check, man. third person shooter check, racing check. They've got a lot of uh And man, Forts is coming. crushing it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we'll talk about... Expectedly, yeah, yeah. For
4: a long time, it was, what's better, Forza or Gran Turismo? And Not I think a contest. It's, it's very, very clear that yeah. Forza <laughs> is the premier... Mm-hmm. There are some other series out there, The Crew and all Project that. Project Cars. Project Cars. Don't it's say like, the Crew. Get out of here.
3: Anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Forza wins. Uh, Forza yeah.
4: is, I think, the yeah. premier racing franchise of... In the world, right? No, now. What My point being, Need for
0: Speed, where'd they go? Yeah, sorry, whatever, it doesn't doesn't matter. We have forts We have Horizon. It <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, yeah, there's was that there's criterion. So many genres. It was for yeah. a long time. Uh, yeah. What is is the shopping spree done? I think no.
3: Is I, it
2: ever done? I, yeah. Right. <laughs> you
3: always look. You always window shop, even if you don't have the cash. <laughs> well, they didn't right buy now. any studios right. for years, up until yeah. this year. Like they, they went on a, a Bender
4: this they, year they didn't have to they didn't <laughs> think the they fix? had to yeah. whether or not they needed to right now i mean it's up for debate right but now you're sitting in 13 studios uh because they realize that you know next year they need exclusives to they need software to sell hardware mm-hmm. so uh i think that dustin's right i think they keep their eyes open um i'm not saying it's museum rules apply like you <laughs> you can look but don't touch i don't think it's that it is
0: is mm-hmm. the credit card in hand are there any and you know shot, uh, I think there's Matt Booty
4: has always got an email chain open with somebody. right? No, but
0: okay. So what? I conversation. What's the port? What's the gap in the portfolio that they should? That they're ready to go try and fill? Walking simulators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, uh,
3: I don't know. This, this like, might be controversial to say They don't have an MMO? Excellent, exceptional storytelling on the caliber of uh, Naughty Dog or... The, the Initiative. Sony Cinema.
2: Yeah, they already have their
3: building that. They're you cool. think that's what that'll
4: be? they yeah. said yeah, that's, that's what that's, it is. That's okay. their quad... Yes.
0: God,
3: quad
4: A studio. Okay. Yep. Um, okay, got it. That is their Last of Us, God of War, Ghost of Tsushima.
3: Okay. okay. Then they need to bring back Legacy of Kain oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's just, they're, just get they're very use.
3: thin in their vampire
4: you portfolio. Crystal
0: uh, Dynamics is about 15 miles that way yeah just hop, hop in the car go <laughs> knock on the door see if you can make it happen yeah.
4: hey give that to Xbox hey uh, could you guys stop making that Avengers thing yeah. and work on Legacy of Kain
3: instead right give
4: yeah. Lara a rest I want vampires <laughs> uh seriously though uh, Legacy of Cain I would yeah, right <laughs> I would sell so much of my personal yeah. belongings <laughs> to just to buy that game
0: well, uh, I'm not. Hearing, I'm not hearing any definitive like f- shortcoming. Right. The portfolio okay. that they
4: don't have a sports kind of game.
0: They they have shown zero interest in getting into that business. Yeah, that's EA. that doesn't yeah.
4: mean you asked a very specific question, yeah. which is what are the holes in their catalog? Yeah, but do they want? They that? don't have a the show. You know, true. Yeah. All right, they don't have like a dead <laughs> space. <laughs> Well, wait, wait. I don't know. They, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be devil's advocate.
3: <laughs> they don't have a dead space like a scary game. They don't have a shared world shooter. Well, we were talking about Criterion, so <laughs> <laughs> Criterion's oh. dead space, right?
0: No, that will that, that, that was visceral. Visceral.
3: visceral I'm sorry. So yeah. nobody has a dead space um, anymore. So they don't have anything like that. And then um, I mean, there's a lot of they don't you could just check shared like, world they have, shooter.
2: They don't have dating sims. That's a really important <laughs> yeah. one.
0: Yeah, true. That's what I'm
2: bringing to the table. Who makes who well, makes? Right, full right.
4: Boyfriend.
0: There is, there is no. They do not have a Japanese studio in the first party portfolio. Okay, they could make, I'm about to you know, say
2: that was mm-hmm. that would be my next thing. Is they don't yeah. have and I any place there.
0: I don't think Platinum is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hey, wild. hold on. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you look at Obsidian has a has an interesting history with Microsoft. Really, they did uh, Kotor two exclusively yeah. for the uh-huh. original Xbox, and then they turned around and Microsoft canceled Stormlands, which was going to be. A launch title for the 360 there's a there's a oh, okay. breakout segment about that it's covered in that Fergus Urquhart unfiltered that yeah, I yeah that had to hurt yeah and guess what now they've clearly repaired the relationship to the point that they've acquired the studio
3: okay so okay. yeah I
0: mean it's you know it, mm-hmm. most adults I would hope can, <laughs> can uh, move you know patch things up and move on yeah, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't rule out Platinum as okay, okay, Maybe
4: Platinum, but yeah. yeah, like, you're right. The last, I think, Japanese exclu- Japanese originating exclusive was Lost Odyssey or... Can-
0: yeah, the Mistwalker. A lot, a lot a of people look Blue Dragon. Blue Dragon, Lost Dragon. Lost yeah. yeah. Thank you.
3: People look back to Lost Odyssey all the time and talk about how much it moved them and how much they love that story experience. Mm-hmm. And,
0: yeah.
4: like,
3: that would be great to, like, have something like that on the Xbox platform today. Totally agree. Like yeah. a JRPG.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Orf, or a... Platinum style fast action game. Yeah,
4: yeah. I I, I still lament Scalebound. That the game was looking. It had its goofy elements, which you know didn't speak to me though. as much. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's like what I liked. Like there that's were mo- to me, I was like, oh, it's like Monster Hunter, and and you know that's those are the elements that spoke to me. And um, I think having like that, just that unique perspective that you don't find in Western development.
0: So final vote is has all right. So twenty eighteen is almost over. Mm-hmm. By will we hear about another studio acquisition from Microsoft by E3 2019? Yes or no? Oh,
3: oh, so like during E3? Yeah, including
0: E3. Okay, e- I will say yes. And yes? I think they
3: have somebody on the hook
0: that we don't know about. Miranda,
2: I think one,
0: one, yeah. So, one yes, X. you're a yes, yeah. Brandon. Um,
4: I think so too. I think it's pretty easy to see them acquire, um, and M- oh, God, MPH, uh, the Cuphead Studio.
0: Studio MDHR.
4: Mm. MD, MDHR, yeah. Is it something like that. Like a, maybe, could it happen. Maybe Moon Studios. Maybe yeah. Maybe MDHR. Could it um, Some of these smaller ones that have worked together for a while now. Uh, I could see them announcing. Well,
0: I'm going to vote yes as well. Make right. it unanimous. I think we will. I think okay. they're not done. One. The credit card's still out. <laughs> Do we all think like one?
2: I think one. Yeah. One and then
0: it's like, yeah. all right, let's, everybody make
2: ben games was, now. Let's see how things are going. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I hope they're already and making they're games. Too. Yes,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> let us know what you think. Unlocked at IGN.com. Uh, we'll see we'll see what the, the unlocked audience thinks, but we think they're not done, but welcome in Exile and Obsidian to the Xbox family. Okay. Next item uh, up for bids here on the prices right. Okay. Is <laughs> one dollar, Ryan. Not yet. Oh, you don't want to start with a dollar. That's a bad idea. One ninety nine, Ryan. No, nope. no. A dollar is like most people win when they say a dollar, but not if they go first or they do a dollar, 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 two up. dollars. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It. yeah. Okay, so damn it, Linda. <laughs> uh, this one, I had, a, I got a lot of tweets, a lot of supportive people. are Like, I thought of you right away. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> summer of arcade is back. Myself included. in winter, winter of arcade mm. coming this winter. Uh, unfortunately, there are no details beyond that, meaning yeah. you don't know what the games are. What But Chris Charlotte took to the <laughs> stage and said, "Yes, uh, Winter of Arcade coming this year, and it will, you know, mirror a lot of the mm-hmm. same just curated premiere." Indie titles from the ID at Xbox program. I swear uh, he,
3: two episodes ago, we said this
0: wasn't going to happen ever. <laughs> Chris hinted yeah, at... It's not uh, Summer of Arcade. <laughs> Chris hinted at some sort of you know connective tissue between the games in the sense of probably, you know like they used to do the discounts. If you yeah. buy mm, all yeah. of them, you get one for 20% off mm-hmm. or something yeah, like that.
4: Yeah, he said the like more that. you buy, the more you're incentivized to
0: yeah. buy or something like that. So... That leads to the obvious question, and I'm definitely going Miranda's way first for this because I know what she's going to say, and I want to hear it. What are the Winter of Arcade games going to be? Give me
2: Below. Mm. That's all I want. Yes. <laughs> but nothing else matters. If, they matter. If but. Below
0: <laughs> is not one of the games in Winter uh, of Arcade, I am quitting the show.
2: They've said this year.
0: Because it, they it's... They said this year. year?
4: They f-
2: Multiple times.
0: And we, know,
4: we <laughs> know that there are surprise announcements at the Game Awards when... Uh, they said that, uh, Chris Strahler said that they would detail the Winter yeah. of Arcade games. Right. The details about the is program would be at the Game Awards on November 6th. So, uh, yeah, so
0: December, what is it, oh, 6th, sorry, December 6th Yeah, might be it my last show ever <laughs> if the blow is not in here. Because, yeah, it just, it has to be. It's After be all below. this, mm-hmm. and there's finally a a an indie elevating... Uh, initiative going mm. on at Microsoft yeah. like we've been crying about for five years. <laughs> and
2: what a good way to celebrate it too. Right. Yeah. If we've been waiting for this, let's give it a big send off and say, hey, here it is and celebrate it and just have a good time with a bunch of other games too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's I've been kind of betting on game awards. Like that's probably when they're gonna let it out. It's gotta it be has to be It's gotta
4: be. It's the last stop on the state on on the, the line, you know? Yeah. It's the last station on the line that you can make a big splash with a game because after that it's Christmas time, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so what are the other games? I have no idea. Thanks, Destin. <laughs> <laughs> what about <laughs> you guys? Let's go back to Miranda and Brandon.
2: I'm going to look at the notes. Yeah. As Ashton was written. I was like, yeah, yeah I, it
0: sounds, Yes, I, like yes. It. I think Ashton's probably, because we've seen that uh, the last couple of years now. That's yeah. a higher profile title in the ID catalog. I think that's the other one that I feel pretty confident about. Uh, I
4: can't remember off the top of my head the release date, but maybe Tunic.
0: Yeah, there's a few games that. Oh, that would out? Mean, that would be good. It's, it's not out.
2: No, no it's not. Tunic but that was, would be awesome. Tunic be was
0: one of the one of the yeah. surprise uh, standouts of E3 this year. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, what was that other game where you you have a spaceship and you go into space? Oh, I know the one. You're oh, talking let me about. guess.
3: And you?
0: <laughs> no, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking yeah, about. No, keep going, Brandon. How do you
4: fly uh, the planes? You go into space, <laughs> and then once you're in space, you look around space. Uh oh. You you like First go between knee, different planets. Say. Um, it's all it's very cartoonish and very comical.
0: You know. Well, but hold on. Now I'm wondering Actually, if I'm yeah. thinking of the same yeah. one. We point. were at,
4: we we both saw it together at the showcase at E3. Video
2: in space.
4: inner space. No, Actually,
2: the, yeah, I would have to One thing. up. I have no idea.
4: Yeah. And now I realize I've dug somebody. this hole and
0: we're all in it together. It's been
2: so long <laughs> since E3 that I hardly remember half of the games that I played there that were in E3. But it, but it does speak, I really liked,
0: it does speak volumes to Tunic that that's the game we remember. Yes. Like That one really resonated. Like Getting to so, see it and... It's like, and, oh, Zelda, I understand well, was,
2: that
3: concept.
0: It was fun as hell yeah. to
2: play, too. Yeah, yeah it's it charming great. in its own right. Yes, it mm. reminds you of Zelda, but it's also on own, which is
0: cool. Yes, mm-hmm. although, as I recall it, isn't that literally a one-man yes. operation? He, well, wow. yeah. Other than, like, the music? Yeah, he does the art, the
4: coding, the uh, design of it, and then he outsourced to, the music to... Um, it's that studio that does a lot of music for Indie Game. The, the powerful, the build-up? something like that. Okay. Well, so yeah, maybe
3: we won't see that. This He, year. he well, Super was so. Meat Boy was like two guys.
4: It was two guys, yeah. Yeah. Um he's been working on it for for a while. Yeah. So. Well,
0: how many people are on Below's be team? Good.
4: It's
3: capybara.
0: What is it? It's, oh, okay, it's yeah. a dozen of them or so, I think. Yeah. So small teams can make great great stuff. Well, of course. It's yeah. just a question of, you know, how, when. Mm-hmm. Below's had uh 5 years, <laughs> 6 years, 7 years.
4: Did that uh <laughs> did been. that ca- spiritual successor to Castlevania ever come out?
0: Oh, oh no! I think Blood it which got one. pushed again. Did it? Uh, Bloodstained, yeah. Bloodstained yeah, Symphony right. of No
4: Madness. I don't know. <laughs> no. Ritual of, of the Night. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> I started watching Castlevania on Netflix, and now it's just nothing but no, Castlevania. I need to watch season two. Season what about Ublitz? So well, I think Ublitz uh, is still
2: a ways away. Yes. Oh yeah.
4: Did you, you really change it? Right? You no longer fight your Ublitz. Yes, now they
2: just it, have dance-offs.
0: Um, That's super cute.
2: Yeah, it's adorable. I definitely follow on Twitter if you like Ublitz at all because I put up so many great updates. Okay,
0: so we're Very saying nice. then uh, our money is on below. is like, it has to be Ashen, probably. Yeah, I would Tunic, s- maybe. I hope Tunic. Tunic. And then so. I the love four, the they're most likely going to be four games. Mm-hmm. If it's like Summer of Arcade, probably four games. We don't know what the fourth one is. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a wild card
4: to this group. <laughs> Here's a question, though. Do you think, since they're promoting this and uh, saying their incentives to buy it, uh, to buy multiple. Do you think that these games come to Game Pass during Winter of Arcade?
0: Not huh. immediately. I'm curious. Uh, great question. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. I mean, ID titles, they, yeah, those, those arrangements would have to be made on a developer by developer basis. Ori oh, no. is day one now. Now, yeah. Yeah.
3: So when Ori 2 comes out, it'll be on Game Pass day one. Yes. And then there's the original Ori. That's coming soon.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about that uh, mm-hmm. in just a minute. I'm so pissed.
4: Remember, I told you I just bought it like two months ago and beat it in one sitting. <laughs> uh, hey, it always
0: what? happens. They deserve that you, money, though. It's they fine. Ex- exactly right. Don't exactly make me feel right. guilty.
2: <laughs> make you feel guilty, but you feel better about it. Game yeah.
0: Pass is yeah. really good. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Alana Pierce, the ghost of Alana, because guess what? She, as an Australian, finally gets Summer of Arcade because it's. I know she lives in America. She lives in don't North America now. Hush! Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> she she finally gets a summer of arcade and we get what they had, which is winter of arcade.
4: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Lucy O'Brien is gonna lose a, uh, a summer
0: and gain a winter now. That's true. Mm-hmm. She's on her way here Yay, now. So Can't wait. We'll uh we'll have her on the show here as soon as we can. <clears throat> okay. Next item from uh XO eighteen. Crackdown three, Destin. Yeah. You're the house expert on Crackdown Three. Because I uh, played it. Cause you played it three years ago. <laughs> Wait, what?
2: <laughs> Wait, did you play? Yes. Oh
0: man. Well, uh, people have finally played it again. Uh, it's been a little while. I mean, in a bunch of people yeah, played it now. It had been yeah. it had been a little while. Uh, no one had played it since last E3, three twenty seventeen. Uh, I played it. Brandon played it there. But the uh, re- release date yeah. is now not February twenty second. It mm-hmm. moved off of that that horrible just. Oh right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Massive. A lot of
2: things are just getting out of the way of that day, and it's, it's mm-hmm. good.
0: It still is. Uh, so uh, Days Gone has moved off. Mm-hmm. Days Gone and got pushed. Crackdown has moved got off. brought in. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's February 15th, by the way, for Crackdown 3. Still have Anthem on that day. I doubt they're moving. Right. And Metro Exodus still hanging around that day as well. we'll see Anthem's they...
3: the 22nd, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so Anthem's 22nd. This a little bit ahead of time, so you can get your Crackdown. Yeah, one week early.
0: So yeah, February fifteenth, one week ahead of that previously uh, mentioned date. You know and what else, right? What?
3: Go get Crackdown one right now. Everybody who owns an Xbox can just go get it for free. Yeah, it's free. Go download it. That's uh, that was really exciting news. Yeah. Now I don't have to take out my disc anymore. I yeah. just pop it on the xbox i love it like assassin's creed just came to backwards compatibility yeah we were talking about this and like i just love that they're all there now in my library and like how they're gonna keep your library going forward i'm really excited about what they're doing with their the the game pass the how they're distributing games now Microsoft's just really knocking it out of the park the
4: infrastructure (laughs) that they're creating the foundation for what the xbox walled garden economy is going to be is fantastic yeah. Like, it, it's, it's so surprising. It's like... I have so many games. It's, it's kind of yeah, <laughs> up there with Apple in terms of, like, services that they provide and different ways to interact with mm-hmm. what you own. Mm. I can buy a game on an Xbox, play it on a PC, I can gift it to a family member. Like, there are all these different ways to interact with each other that I think aren't going to come into fruition until next generation, but... Whew. It's going to
0: be well. Cool the, the, all service. of this, as we've talked about before, they are positioning themselves to really hit the ground running in the Scarlet Generation, yeah. which which they understand they they've got to do that. The PS Five will be a very formidable opponent with an incredible amount of momentum coming off of this amazing PS Four generation. So, it, yeah, I think it'll be the default console coming in. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, the success of the PS Four, you can't argue with that. Right. So yeah, it's it's great to see in all these studios and and the. The, the digital infrastructure and, and ecosystem that you're talking about, it's going to be there. So, uh, Crackdown Three did also formally, finally show off that long-touted multiplayer mode. Yes, Destin, with the the power of the cloud. Yeah, they so they kept the cloud
3: technology, which mm-hmm. is really excellent. And they said that means that if you're on a base Xbox, it means you're going to be able to do all the destructibility and you won't suffer any slowdown and such. It, it's really cool that they were able to maintain that. It looks like the destructibility is still there. They did a good job of showcasing that and the power of the cloud, of course. <laughs> I'm going to be really inter- it's it looks different Whoa. though. It's all the buildings are fairly generic. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: set inside that they're mm-hmm. they're narratively uh justifying that by this this is like a VR Program, simulation yeah. thing. Oh it's mm-hmm. Tron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I think that's okay. Clearly Fine. clearly they had to make some sacrifices from the initial demo, right. but this still looks pretty cool, man. You can still blow up a whole building, yeah. and take it down. The
4: style's
2: still fun too. Yeah. Well, yeah. When
4: we were watching this, um the presenter was saying that this is a map. So I'm wondering if like this sort of lo fi style mm. is indicative of the map or if this is going to be sort of what we can expect from the destructible elements of the mm-hmm.
0: game. I would think the latter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, so our our Latin American IGN correspondents played it, and as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, they've kindly translated their preview to English, and it's up on IGN. Uh, interestingly, so it it has a lock-on system. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. idea in the in the multiplayer being you got to break line of sight, whether you shoot a hole through a building and escape that way, or or shoot a, a bridge down to block their line of sight. So that is sort of the hook, like if That's you can get the lock on mm-hmm. you know you can get your you can get the kill but the idea is to break that lock on break that line of sight so uh, i'm i'm curious to see this the yeah. the the word seems to be that what was shown was pretty bare bones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but fun yeah. but the sort of the, the question of how much is ultimately there uh remains to be seen but yeah, wow. it's, it's as we're just watching gameplay of it here, a gameplay trailer. It's, it's funny because
4: that lock-on persisted after they went behind a wall, so I'm curious. Yeah, what it's the, like
2: how, how long does it take for you to break that? Yeah,
4: yeah so I mean, my gut says like, oh man, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but it's very similar to like Jet Fighter games where you get the lock, like Ace Combat, you get the lock-on and then your, you lose your goal it. is to evade and lose mm. the lock, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm.
3: Mm. That's going to be really, really interesting. I hope it's fun. It was pretty fun when we were like blowing everything up, but it wasn't to this state yet, obviously. Yeah. So, getting to see the multiplayer components and how it's evolved since we got our first look is is really interesting, and I can't wait to actually try it out for myself.
0: And it is, of course, launching into Game Pass as all first party games will do Dame from Dame. here on out. So, February fifteenth is the appears to be the day we can. We can set it, we can write it in wet cement, and it'll dry, and it's not going to change again.
4: <laughs> Just get it tattooed on your arm.
0: you going to Peter Moore this thing? Yeah, Peter Moore it. Uh, next, see, we're not done. We've been going 40-something minutes, and we're still talking XO18. Oh, we got to speed this up. 16 new Game Pass games mm-hmm. uh, rolling out over various amounts of time. PUBG in there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you've I don't got know how th- I feel about that, why that one's Out of
3: curiosity? Little, that one's a little. Uh, I'm happy for the the team at PUBG, but it makes me a little worried about the PUBG brand. If the early supporters that paid for the full game, they own it, and now had they just waited a few months after full release, they could have just got it via game pass. It's, it's been a it's year it's though, Destin. A, to be ooh, fair, it's been a year. It's been a year since it went into early access. But how long has it been since it, they did their retail? Release? I mean, the okay, the
0: 1.0 was a few months ago. But yeah. let's. It, in all fairness, I mean, well, I guess maybe good I'm or bad. I'm like, not super mad. Or no, anything. I know, but I'm, like, just, I'm
3: wondering how the community is going to react to this. Like, oh, well, why did I buy it? I mean, I I'd yeah. equate
2: that to something getting a big price drop, right? Yeah. yeah. You're, if you wait, you're going to see a price drop. We're going to see something change, mm-hmm. usually. So it's kind of just like, well, that happened.
0: Well, the, so the, the rumor is that uh, perhaps even at the Game Awards, the PS4 version of PUBG oh, will be yeah. announced. <laughs> and if that happens, then, well, what Microsoft already can say? Well, hey, come play it for, for as on our system, just as part of your Game Pass yeah, subscription. Yeah, that's true. Advantage Microsoft mm-hmm. in that scenario as far as someone making an independent decision on where do I want to play. That's all right.
3: I feel here. a little better. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I do. I do what I can.
0: Yeah. I
4: also think this is one of those unique games where. The player base is sort of the content of the game. Mm-hmm. So, getting more people in will
3: help people That's who, to you're who purchase have it yeah.
2: easier time getting more people to play. Just because yeah. if you do have Games Pass, then why not try it?
3: And you're still up against Fortnite, which I love hopping into on my Xbox. It's, so, it's the popcorn, right? You just hop mm-hmm. in, play a match or two, and then you watch a movie or whatever else you're going to do for the day. Uh, hopefully, this will allow PUBG to have the same sort of appeal.
0: And we'll talk, actually, we're going to mention Fortnite again here in a minute. But mm-hmm. uh, the rest of the Game Pass games, you've got Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. December 17th. December 17th, thank you. Yeah, and just uh, just under a week's time. That will be uh, available as part of your Game Pass subscription. Ori in the Blind Forest, coming right up uh, after that. Sorry, Brandon. They, they deserve your money. They do. They did deserve it. <laughs> I think I've actually bought that game twice now. <laughs> and then uh, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, the new one, will launch I into games Pass, Game I cannot wait for Pass. that game uh kingdom two crowns december 2019 yeah so ooh, that might be a typo i i copied and pasted i wonder if that was an ign typo i think i
4: think that might have been we were <laughs> it's probably a typo for me i was <laughs> i was Brandon. i was stenographer for this whole show all right well um, that's, never mind that's nailed des- it that's december this year okay thank you sorry uh, about it's that. also the third game in the kingdom series so yeah um, but it's
2: two crowns
4: it's well, the first one didn't have a crown, so then they added a crown. That Kingdom
0: a, no two- crowns. Yeah. Kingdom, Kingdom crown. Thank Kingdom you. Kingdom Kingdom. Thank you for Got making it. the joke that I was trying to make work. After Charge in January, Supermarket Shriek, which sounds like the worst video game uh, I've ever heard. That, I actually
2: seem super into that. That game
0: is bananas.
4: You're in a shopping cart with a goat, and your screams propel you through an obstacle <gasps> course what? in a supermarket. You have to avoid mines and
0: platforms. It's nuts. All right. I'm, I'm back on board. All right. The title turned me off, but (laughs) it won me back Uh, sometime in 2019. There, Uh, Void Bastards, which was (laughs) unveiled. That one. (laughs) So it's it's billing itself as FTL meets System Shock, and the trailer looks really interesting. Go it look looks really the unique, yeah. From the, IGN,
4: from the creators of System Shock, it it really does have like a Borderlands cartoon aesthetic, but it's got the thing when you get into the ship, it's first person, uh, and then you die in FTL style. You restart. Supposed to be making uh, okay. like
2: comic book style. I, thought, I, think I remember so. seeing like this bang.
4: Yeah, so, yeah. Show up on exactly
2: good animation. Cool.
0: Yeah, Pathologic style Two, cool. The Secret yeah. Neighbor, The Good Life.
4: Uh, Secret Neighbor is a multiplayer game set in the Hello Neighbor universe.
0: Oh, interesting. That was not a well-received game. It wasn't um,
4: for a number of reasons, I think. But this looks like a creepy multiplayer kind of game. I feel like Hello Neighbor was a proof of concept for the game they wanted to make, which was break into your friends' houses and steal stuff without them seeing you. (laughs) Uh, And that looks like what Secret Neighbor is.
0: Uh, Thief of Thieves available now. Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden.
4: Uh, That's also a cool-looking top-down Wasteland-style
0: game. Yes. Uh, MXGP3, for those of you who are motorcycle racing fans, Agents of Mayhem, and Thomas Was Alone. So that's a, that's a number of new games that are just there if you're subscribing for that 10 bucks a month to Xbox Game Pass. And then, Destin, yeah. the first wave, finally, the, of games supporting keyboard and mouse... Yeah. We we were Xbox like one. How is this gonna work?
3: What are they gonna do? Well, a bunch of studios figured it out apparently, including <laughs> Daisy, Children of Morda, uh, Minion Master, Warface, Bomber Crew, da- uh, Warframe, 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 not Warface. War- there are yeah, different different games. <laughs> yeah, uh, Warframe. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, both of them. They're Warface both on and the Warframe. List. Yeah, There's a lot of. When <laughs> I was writing this, I was like Warframe. Yeah. Oh no, it's Warface. What, was that Miranda?
2: Yeah. There's a lot of war games on this list. There's one.
3: Yeah, Strange for Grade is kind no. of a war game with like War three. Thunder, War Groove, no, Warframe,
0: Warface.
2: Five games with war. Yeah. Yeah.
3: War, Warhammer Vermintide oh, war, war 2, changes. Deep Rock Galactic, uh <laughs> Moonlighter, mm-hmm. Wargroove, Vigor, War Thunder, X-Morph Defense, the most important one Fortnite, Fortnite. because oh no, I'm going to be going up against keyboard and mouse players. They explained it super easily They're like wait a uh, minute? No, you no, you'll be up against other keyboard and mouse. Players. You'll you'll queue against people using yeah. those peripherals. Good. Yeah. So, you're not going to be up Yay. against controller players. You're good. You'll be going against other controller players. Uh and a Other uh, a
4: caveat yeah. that didn't make it into the run of show is that Microsoft is working with Razer To partner to make an exclusive uh, set of peripherals for keyboard and mouse players
0: on
3: Xbox.
4: But
0: anything is going to work, any USB. But anything will
3: work. I got to have a correction. By the way, so many people told me that USB cameras do work with the console, so I assume Mm -hmm. it'll be sort of like that, where, uh, like, if you're a streamer and you want to broadcast, you can use a camera. So I'm sure if you want to play on keyboard and mouse, you can just plug in whatever you got, and you're going to be good to go.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Just a couple more things here. New expansions announced for Forza Horizon 4. Mm -hmm. Fortune Island, which Mm -hmm. looks shocking phenomenal new weather system i systems. see what you did thunderous lightning <laughs> storm boom <laughs> as well as the aurora borealis yeah. uh, lighting up the night sky plus a brand, brand new tracks with there's like this Uh, mountainside track with a a ton of switchback yeah it's
4: the longest continuous switchback they've done yeah perfect for drifting so
0: they say yes (laughs) can't wait to see that and then for sea of thieves the arena which will be a pvp focus.
3: so i am so excited for why are you guys excited about that
0: it's
4: it's outside of the adventure so it'll be similar to how fortnite started right Mm. you have the save the world version and then you have battle royale it's battle royale
0: Uh, it's not battle royale it's
4: okay It's not a battle royale game. (laughs) Let me just say that now because we've speculated about a CFU's battle royale game before. It's similar to Fortnite in that you can choose one of those options and you choose that from Mm. the main menu. Okay. Mm. So you don't go into adventure game and then join a queue to join the arena. It's you pick the arena or you pick adventure mode.
3: So do you just like kill everybody then you win the arena? Uh,
4: Details are scarce. They're still balancing it, Mm. but it's teams of pirates that fight over loot.
2: So the biggest thing is that you're just trying to, yeah, get as much loot as you can and be the team with the most money at the end.
4: Okay, okay.
2: Is well, what it seems. Interesting,
4: like. but they it's did have like mode. small yeah. small islands and sandbars with and
2: like a should. treasure
3: chest in the middle, so two pirate teams race for it. You know. And they but, showed
2: plenty of teams like fighting each other yeah. and like, of course, naval combat. And
0: I saw the four ships going towards the yeah. island in the trailer. Yeah, some
2: ships ships will sink.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, we'll look for those more continued support there. And finally, last thing, it, it took us it took us the entire length of XO eighteen to talk about XO eighteen. That's how packed it was. That Look show for was some two hours long, right? <laughs> serious deals are just just. I'm with you in spirit. Uh, <laughs> let's end on some extra good news. Some serious deals coming your way on on Xbox. Uh, if you haven't upgraded to the Xbox One X yet, and you've maybe been on the fence thinking about it, like, well, Scarlet maybe 2020. Actually, I get these tweets a lot. Like, mm. should, should I wait? Should I wait? And I tell people if you have a 4K TV. Why not enjoy the X for 2 years? That's all 2 years is a long time and you're going to be uh, finding the Xbox One X for 399.
3: And Over look look into those trade up deals. If you have a standard Xbox, there's a lot of discounts on those. So you could probably get it for even less than 399. Yeah. Was it the Some people are paying 200 bucks for an X and What what was the the
4: that version that they had that deal on? It was like you trade in and then you buy this version, you get hundred dollars off from the version, and then you trade in, and it drops it down to two hundred dollars. I don't
3: remember, but you know who does? Google. Google. So Google that. <laughs> Google everybody. will know. Google is trying to hook everybody. you up with a good deal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so there you go. For everything
4: Xbox right here on Google. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: there you go. Uh, so great job by Microsoft. You know, inevitably, sure, I saw some people that wanted, wish they'd seen like new game announcements. I think, I think it's always. I mean, we talk about this a lot, but I think it's always important. Uh, To to just remember, and I'm not like, I don't want to discount anyone's disappointment, but I do think it's important to set, to just manage your own expectations. Like, I think people expect E3 level things every single time there's one of these events. And the only one that's ever E3 level is E3. Gamescom is not that level. Uh, Game Awards is not that, for for platform basis, is not that level. I mean, it's, you know... would would it have been cool to have a couple new games announced? Sure, or maybe see Battle Toads gameplay, something mm-hmm. like that. But you know, take a look at what we got here. You got some some nice platform announcements, two new studios, uh, and the, you know, finally look at Crackdown three and the Forza expansion. There's some good um, stuff in here. Not on okay. here.
4: State of Decay is getting an expansion that mm-hmm. they talked mm-hmm. about. Zed Hunter, um, Minecraft mm-hmm. pandas, Minecraft I mean, pandas. <laughs> cats pandas, cats and yeah, pandas. Yeah, is that what it was? No, was cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, in addition to this Xbox One price drop. First month of Game Pass is a dollar for anybody who doesn't have it yet, right. and then I think they're doing a twelve month uh, subscription for half off right now.
3: So, Ryan, you sound you're like you feel like the consensus is that the the conference wasn't that great. I thought this was no, a I'm not great saying that at all. Offer. I'm saying
0: I just of people, people felt, some people, I'm just saying some of the some of the feedback on my Twitter was uh-huh. from disappointed people, and it's like okay, I mean. I get that. I just, I think it's, maybe I just had my expectations calibrated differently mm-hmm. than some people, and I well, this is, wasn't yeah. expecting definitely... an E3 level of That's,
4: content. Here. It's because we're aware this was an episode of Inside Xbox that they hosted from XO18. Right. XO18 is a fan event. This was their their monthly sort of Xbox-focused
3: show. The fans were stoked. They got to play a bunch of on-release games. I think this sets a really good precedent for what Xbox is going to do for their fans moving forward. I hope they continue this next year. I hope so. But t- even if it's in the same place or a new location location uh the crowd was stoked to be there i think the presenters were really happy to be presenting this stuff they had a little <laughs> bit of fun where major nelson did, too. did like, the goofy thing yeah and they had the all awesome the panels they had music there at this event so this I mean, is yeah, if great you,
2: if you weren't there i could totally understand like disappointment but mm-hmm. um i think as far as fan events go there's a lot of great stuff here and mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of fan events don't always offer a lot as in mm-hmm. terms of announcements too. It's a lot of recaps or like, Oh, we're just showing this trailer, but it's, it's 10 10 dives, longer. longer," yeah. or we're going back over this trailer again. Um, but this had a lot to offer and like, sure. There are some things I would have loved to see here, but we'll see them later.
4: I know a lot of people were using, uh, a couple of the XOs that revealed like Halo two is precedent. Right. And that was a very you know, different time in the industry. That was, that was yeah. before, <laughs> like it is what it is today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you just really, you can't drop something like that without a marketing lead up for it. Like, you have shareholders and investors to answer to. This is a very well-oiled machine. Yeah,
3: and I thought it was great. So take that. Bam, <laughs> that Ace there. Bam. <laughs> you didn't switch the camera, but whatever. <laughs> uh,
0: I liked it. Quickly, rapid fire here because we're running out of time. Yeah. The loot box. Here's a random question mm-hmm. that uh, I just made up, actually, this time. Because in the spirit of the announcements this week, your favorite Obsidian or InXile game go.
4: I'm going to cheat and say before they split Baldur's Gate from Black
0: Isle Studios. Alright, I'll 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 accept that.
4: Which they only Wh- published.
0: Yeah. So,
3: Alright. I'm going to talk a lot. I feel like I've Actually. had a lot of camera time this episode, so we will get right into it. Fallout New Vegas is my favorite Obsidian game. I knew someone was going to say. Hunted Demon's Forge. I already talked about it a little bit in the Earlier part of the show, I think, has the most potential design wise to be something really, really interesting. I'm not talking about the brand, but their capabilities as a studio that In Exile has. Like, they have a lot of abilities that they've shown with Wasteland. I can't wait to see 100 Demons Wars. And Alpha Protocol would fill an awesome niche right now. Now, we know that there is a Splinter Cell game on the way, supposedly. Somebody on the, <laughs> the Unlock group took the Walmart leak sheet, and like, Borderlands 3 and Splinter Cell are the only two announcements that didn't happen off that sheet. A game. Like Alpha Protocol, that stealth and RPG mixed would be a fantastic game on the Xbox platform. And Metal Gear's not around anymore. And neither is Mass Effect. Neither is. What? Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. So it like hey. brings them you both together. And it brings them Linux both together. It makes a fantastic game.
2: Or the enhanced update?
3: Yeah. What?
2: Mass Effect Andromeda.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, good. They, they <laughs> on N7J. <day. laughs> yeah. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> I you were expecting us to know. No, I yeah. no. did you not see that. Uh, yeah, I did see, I did anyway, see. that. Anyway,
2: rapid fire. Fallout, New Vegas.
3: Sorry. Uh,
4: <laughs> actual <laughs> rapid
2: <laughs> fire. That was rapid yeah.
4: fire. Yeah. That was a slow, torturous machine gun fire. How did you not everybody. know
2: the enhancement up, update?
3: Yeah, no, do I do not saw know it. that? Wait, what?
2: You remember oh. my buddy.
3: It's because it's Andromeda. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know
2: what? snap. It's still Sick very Bird. good game. <laughs>
4: uh, I feel bad, so I'm going to go back and say In Exiles, uh, Bar- The Bard's Tale, which was released in 2004 for consoles. I like mm-hmm. that game a lot. It a was lot of, funny. It was, a lot of people give it shit because they thought it wasn't true to the traditional Bard's Tale sort of vibe of it. That game broke the fourth wall yeah. so well. The narrator crapped all over the main character yeah, who, really who was <laughs> basically like an alcoholic buffoon who yeah. who just
0: happened to be an adventurer.
2: Sounds like he deserves the crapping.
0: That game was <laughs> very good. Yeah, really like that game as well. Yeah, so uh, I'll I'm, go South Park the Stick of Truth. Shout out to Obsidian. Solid choice. Check's out. Excellent stuff. So uh, there you go. Quickly, trivia time. Because, uh, by the way, I want to mention... The trophy's done and it's in route, so I might wow. maybe next week before. How do we, we know? How we, do we know who's going to win?
3: He means it's manufactured.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's not like engraved or not yet laser. <laughs> oh, you laser etch it? Okay.
0: Well, or I may may have or in may, your
4: workshop with a tiny chisel, and
0: <laughs> or I may have had our the creator kindly make two for the two potential. Winners!
2: Wow, mm. you hold one back for next year,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just taunt the loser with the with secretly name it. you can never
4: actually secretly have. you yeah,
0: yeah. you put it on your mantle
3: at home. You're like I'm always the winner. <laughs> if I get every answer right for the rest of the year, I could come in second, maybe. <laughs> okay, <yeah>. But <laughs> but everybody else that has to get
4: everything wrong,
0: I'm
2: so bad at trivia. You might. Oh. Do that. So,
0: I know. I know this one actually. I don't so. know this. One. But yeah, Brandon, you could you could set. uh, I'm uh gonna, If you could get your lead up to three on this, I'm gonna clinch it. Over the ghost of Alana, that? that could really I mean, don't tell don't tell go a long way. Uh, Nick from Michigan asks In honor of Obsidian joining Microsoft, what Obsidian game was never released on an Xbox console? Was it Neverwinter Nights 2, Dungeon Siege 3, Pillars of Eternity, or Skyforge? I'll go Destiny first. Dungeon Siege 3, Miranda.
2: I'm gonna say B too because Destin was... still here. He's <laughs> you, convinced
4: me. You do you know Destin That's well, a, a I know Destin well enough? I to have no idea. You know well enough to know that that is his guessing face.
3: <laughs> I don't know
4: when he smiles after he says something, he doesn't know what he's talking yeah, about. everybody, that's definitely guessing. the answer. Uh, I played this game and I know it wasn't on a console because I played it on PC. It is A, Neverwinter, <laughs> Nights, ah, Nights, is
3: uh,
0: Neverwinter Nights 2. It is Neverwinter Nights
4: 2. And I think Dungeon Siege 3 was the third person action game on PlayStation, I think. Oh, no, dude, it, it, trust me on this. I played, Okay. I think. <laughs> we'll fight about this off, <laughs> off trust air. Me trust me, I, I think. 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 like
2: that one trust me, that running <laughs> exists but doesn't actually exist, but they have memories of
4: it. No, I swear to like God, that. I played a Dungeon Siege game on the playstation i remember because i was like this game
0: sucks because i was bad at it (laughs) send your trivia questions to unlocked at ign.com include four multiple multiple choice answers note the correct one in your email same thing loop that's the same email address to send loot box questions to just random things you want to ask us that we do in that topic that part of the show
4: can i just say i'm really liking this segment this loot box segment (laughs) it's so far so good it's Mm
0: -hmm. more fun than uh what we were listening to me read three pages (laughs) yeah yeah totally and when that's it, we're done. All right, don't we be so excited it. about it.
2: Congratulations.
0: <laughs> we did it. We did it. You finished the show, I Ryan. It's, out. it's uh, time to go home. Uh, so we, we still have 14
4: seconds. <laughs> Excellent. Uh,
0: Follow me at DMC underscore Ryan. new Unfiltered this week, uh, it is with Joe Fielder, who used to do what we do. He was oh. an, He's an ex-games media guy from uh, old school GameSpot. Oh wow! You know, Crossed over into game development years and years ago. He's worked on he worked on Boom Blocks with Steven Spielberg. Oh, that's the a, a. Cool game. He worked on uh, sort of his, his big title, uh, Bioshock Infinite. He was one of the he was the narrative lead on that with Ken Levine, and now he's doing Underworld Ascendant, which is the spiritual successor that's out next week, uh, or actually out this week. Sorry for Ultima Underworld, one of the most revered RPGs ever. They get the uh, some of the original creators back on that. So Joe Fielder comes in. We have an interesting conversation about his career. Give that a listen on uh, IGN, on YouTube, or podcast services. Destin?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I just released 49 little details about Red Dead Redemption 2. You guys should really check out that video. It's just like the little things that they do that's really, really interesting in the game that you might have missed. I really like working on that. I just want to say I really like where Xbox is at right now. I love being on an Xbox show talking about it. I think X08, man, everything they're doing lately is just awesome and i'm excited to be part See, of the conversation i
0: feel like we're we're beyond circa like 2008 2009 like we're we're like when when all this pays off <laughs> yeah <with> Scarlet, <laughs> we're going to be we're going to have earned it we're going to be flying yeah. high yeah. the loyal will be rewarded <laughs> Miranda.
2: hello oh, that's me um i'm still in red dead land if you need to know where the dream catchers are i found them all oh wow our wiki. that's only one of like five collectibles and one of the one of the collectibles has 144 cigarette Jeez. cards anyway Ooh. we're finding all those so you can check out, check out our wiki for a lot of them um in addition to all of that i also reviewed the new pokemon game pokemon oh. let's go pikachu and eevee so that was something i was super excited to work on mm-hmm. pokemon's like a super big part of my life right? anyway um, what about
0: um, that detective pikachu yeah. trailer how cool you, was oh, that you right? should see her yeah, desk
2: i yeah yeah um, there's a little grun there too he protects them mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my idea anyway um, so that's a big thing that I've been working on and excited to kind of get back into other games as well there's a lot of games that I need to catch up on and I'm excited to jump into my games pass
4: fantastic
0: games. Brandon take us home
4: uh, hey I'm Brandon Tyrell my twitter handle is Brandon Tyrell and Let's see. Uh, if you missed any of the coverage from XO18, Destin and I worked on Saturday to get all that up. You can find uh, Shout out to Amanda. nice roundup article and all that stuff on IGN. In addition, if you're curious about Fallout 76, it is not a review by any means, but I did put up my final impressions after- You've played
0: 20 hours?
4: After 20 hours in the beta, yeah. Um, and then I will be starting on that this week. I How about
0: that patch? So people- <laughs> the 54 gig patch? Bigger than the game. Yeah. <laughs> if people Google- f- IGN Fallout 76 review. They'll find that page, yes. They will. Yes, so do check that
4: out. Um, So, yeah, check that out, and uh, stay tuned next week. I'll have actual review impressions that I can call a review.
0: And uh, next week is the Thanksgiving week in the U.S. We will have a show. We will be here. Uh, the schedule plays in our favor in that regard, so we'll not be missing a week anytime uh, quite soon mm-hmm. as we as the holiday season will officially kick off. So... That's it. Let's get out of here, Miranda. Thank you, Brandon. Good stuff, Destin. I don't know what to say. All right, (laughs) I'm Ryan McCaffrey, and we'll see everybody next week.